We're freaking out. Out. Oh. Hey. Welcome to episode eight of We're Freaking Out. Did you know it was episode eight? No idea. I knew you didn't know, but I looked it up. Episode eight of We're Freaking Out. Um, I'm Astra Navarez. And I'm Jeff Horst. And this is a podcast about us freaking out about stuff. Yeah. Usually we have a um, guest or a topic and uh, we're delayed. So sorry about that. We have not put out an episode in a timely fashion. And um, I'm out in us right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But uh, we wanted to put out an episode of just some stuff that we're freaking out about. So this is the We're Freaking Out Variety Pack. Do you like that? I like Variety Pack. That was my first time hearing Variety Pack. Yeah. I you came waited. Up with that. For the the introduction to the podcast to tell me your best idea? I, I don't know. It came to me and that was that. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, this is the We're Freaking Out Variety Pack. I like this because uh, we we do freak out about a lot of stuff, almost like too many to narrow variety it hour? down. You know it's going to be longer than an hour. Oh, all right. I was just thinking pack. Anyways. I do uh, like variety hour, though. Okay. Anyway. So, yes, the We're Freaking Out Variety Pack. We're going to talk about the craziness in Texas, uh, craziness with Britney Spears, and people freaking out about trans athletes. So, check it out. We are here, and um, like we said, we don't have a specific topic. We just kind of wanted to talk about some stuff we're freaking out about because it's yeah. been a while and we don't... Got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, nothing specifically that we wanted to talk about for 90 minutes or however long a podcast is. We want to fit a whole bunch of topics in today's episode. And we're never not freaking out, so it's really hard to narrow it down. Yeah. But uh, to start out with... I wanted to talk about Texas. Um, Texas right now had a snowstorm slash ice storm, mm -hmm. and they were completely unprepared. Mm -hmm. And and you have a lot of family in Texas, too. Yeah, and I have family in Texas. In San Antonio. And in San Antonio, because that's where the Mexicans are. I mean, there are other places, too. But I feel like people always talk about Texas as a Republican shitty state. And I get why they say that, but it then largely is. But then I'm always like, well, but what about San Antonio? But then I'm like, well, you. Some people, I don't know if they can love San Antonio as much as I do because it's an all Mexican city. So if mm. you are not trying to fuck with Mexicans, then you go to San Antonio and you're like, what? It's mm. it feels to me just like a a city that's mostly Mexican, and that's why mm -hmm. I love it. And then. Austin is a city that is, from everything that I know about it, like liberal and progressive. And in that way, I'm like, but Austin's not like the scary Republican city, yeah. whatever. So that's always weird because I feel like anytime somebody shits on Texas, I'm like, but not Austin or San Antonio, except for you might not love San Antonio because it's Mexicans. Yeah, it, I mean it, it. It it's changing. It's it's uh it's definitely becoming more progressive. It seems like every, you know with the last uh, few elections, uh you know. So who knows? By twenty twenty four, it might 
it might it might be Georgia. You don't know. It was interesting to me because my timeline on Facebook is a lot of people from Texas because my family. And at first, they were all excited, so excited about the snow. Just like, oh, it's a miracle. Oh, snow day. Oh, wow. oh this is so I, great. I missed that part. I told you about it. I know, but, but like I didn't see it. It was just. Oh, yeah, because you don't have as many people from Texas probably on your timeline or you don't go on Facebook a lot or whatever. So I had half of my social media talking about how great the snow was and then half of my social media talking about how much they hated the snow because they're in Michigan in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So the and Michigan people obviously hated the snow because they're used to it and they're used to hating it. This isn't like a, a new novelty crazy thing to appreciate. But the people in Texas were like, hey, this is fun for a while. Yeah. And so I I put up a status about that. Uh, and a friend of mine commented like, people in Texas are suffering. It's not a good thing. It's not fun. It's not whatever. Because a lot of people were making jokes about Texas, like, ha ha, Texas, go suffer. Fuck you. You're Republicans. Or, or just, or just thinking like, that, you know, oh, well, in New York or Chicago, they call it a, a Tuesday. It's a, yeah. you know, of a, kind of making light of how of what they were going through. Yeah, of saying like, well, because my my family was saying stuff to me like, I can't believe that people in the north like can deal with this. This is so horrible. Like, well, when we had snowstorms in the north, we also had electricity and water. That's and plows, snow Mm -hmm. plows and salt on the road. They Mm -hmm. don't put salt on the road. They put sand on the road. There's more tire there's more you know snow tires there's there's an entire system of a society being built to handle this the houses are made with snow and cold in mind yeah they didn't have insulation for pipes in most of the houses and there were so many houses i saw on tiktok and heard about on the news Mm -hmm. where the pipes burst and I also don't know. Some of these people know. didn't even have clothing for these situations. Oh, yeah. Like just the bare minimal of owning a coat. Why would you have a coat? It never gets cold enough to have a to need a coat. My cousins would have coats for fashion reasons a lot of times, which I just thought was funny. I see people do that here in L.A. where there there's, will be one person wearing shorts next to somebody who has a down coat down to their ankles next mm-hmm. to somebody with like a jean jacket on next mm-hmm. to somebody with a, a hoodie like, uh, what do you call them? Like those hats, mm-hmm. those furry hats. I'm like, it, it's anything. It's so weird. But that <laughs> just goes with how you want to look, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, especially out here. I mean, you got people that are looking, that are dressed for comfort. Some people that are dressed for professionalism. Some people that are dressed to impress strangers. Some people that are dressed f- just for fun. They find it as it's like a hobby to walk around and look like a weirdo. Like it's today, we saw some two uh, women that were dressed like they were from the movie Clueless, and uh, there was uh, a woman wearing a pink furry coat at like the farmer's market and we're like, really? This is the place to bring out the pink furry coat? Okay. I do like that we have options. But (laughs) so there was a kid they found out today. Well, there was like over, they said over a dozen people froze to death in their house. An 11-year-old boy froze to death 
in his house. In his bed. The thing that is so frustrating about all this, while it was going on, it was frustrating to not feel like there's anything you can do other yeah. than there were places to donate. There were people who did things to help. There was Beto O'Rourke was doing wellness checks and trying mm-hmm. to get people to where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did a fundraiser and went there to help. Mm-hmm. And Ted Cruz went on vacation. What a shitty person. <laughs> what an awful human being. What an awful human being. I forgot he was a representative of Texas. I forgot he was a Texas senator. Yeah. I just knew he sucked. And I think because I hated him so much, I just didn't want to know about him. Yeah, it was just everything I learned about him on accident told me how awful of a person he was. So it's like, what am I going to educate myself more now on this man just to just to just to get angry today? Yeah, I, I'm sure there's I I don't hear about redeeming qualities of this man at all. I, I don't understand how you can even paint him as anything other than selfish. Yeah. All right. This is I we could go too long into reasons why Ted Cruz is a shitty person. But, <laughs> but I felt like at first I was like, what is happening? Why is this happening? And then looked into it. And mm-hmm. if you haven't looked into it, uh the answer is because Texas decided to stay off the grid like no other state. I don't yep. even know why they were allowed. Like some rights, I'm like, okay, I understand my state should have rights. But at the detriment of their entire state, they... All for financial reasons. Yeah, which I'm sure they would never admit that it was financial yeah, reasons, a, it, yeah. but they didn't want regulations on them. Yeah, and You it, know what, re- would repub- be, what would happen? They have regulations, they would have power. Mm-hmm. Because from re- what I understood, you can drop power from other places yeah. so they could have used the power source that is the whole other the rest of United the country States. but instead they were just using their own and if that wasn't working well then they're it, it, it sucks to be them is pretty much the situation that they were in and it and to me it just emphasizes the the regulations this happens so often where republicans don't want regulations on businesses and then we look back at businesses doing shady things and we're like, oh, well, and we look at it like it's an isolated incident. No, they, they only were allowed to put poison in the food. They were only allowed to poison the water or to poison or, or to uh, just make a poor quality version of something or for an oil spill to happen. It all happens when we treat businesses uh, like we should give them more leniency than we do to actual people. We just give them whatever freedom we want, and then they fuck up. And when they make mistakes, nobody was there to even check this. Yeah, and a lot of times it's the excuse of, well, you can't trust the government to do whatever, like, they're shady. But you're going to trust a corporation more? Yeah, you trust a corporation more than the government? Corporations are why the government is shady. If corporations weren't shady, we would trust the government more. <laughs> That's the shadiest part of the government is how is their ties to corporations. So, of course, the Republicans want to not blame themselves because the yeah, governor of Texas is a Republican. Sure. So they blamed, blamed wind turbines. Yep. What? Yep. So they say that the wind turbines 
make up 10%. Yes, 10%. I've heard somewhere between 10 and 13, but yeah, Mm -hmm. 10% of the power. Not to mention now there's wind turbines in other cold areas that are colder yeah. than what Texas was. So they made they shitty wind fine. turbines because it was Texas. So they didn't even make wind turbines that were capable of de- of being, uh, they weren't built with the cold in mind. So they could obviously, it's not the, f- it's not the technology of wind turbines a- that was to blame. You could have made better wind turbines if you would have not been so greedy and pinching pennies to begin with. And it's, it's not the most it's not the biggest part of the problem. Yeah, it's so frustrating that they they have to find a way to blame they have to. Democrats every time. So it's like, and it's never just a thoughtful, this is a thing. It's always a lie, and then it's just perpetuated. Yes. it's just a blatant lie. Through everything, through every, like, if you see an article about anything about Texas, there's a Republican chiming in in the comments saying, well, if it wasn't for Biden in the, but it, I saw one that said something like, it wasn't for Biden in his wind turbines. You know, he's trying to give us, give them to all of us. Like, like give Biden's, them? yeah, exactly. Like Biden's just going to give you a fucking windmill and then like, this is your TV now. If you want Netflix, you got to have this windmill in your lawn. What do you think? And, and also, it, it, for, first of all, e- even if, no, I can't even go with the even if. I was going to say even if these wind turbines did were more of a problem than, than we're, we know about. It's like the biggest problem is global warming in climate change and just climate issues in general. That's what's causing uh, the all of the issues that are happening to the planet itself. Are you itself. sure it's not Jewish space lasers? <laughs> Pretty sure. I'm a, I have a hunch. And are you sure it's not Jewish space lasers? But the, but that's the thing. How is the side coming from Jewish space lasers going to tell going to argue with the side that's trying to fit you have global... Okay, I can't go along with the space lasers. Either. <laughs> what about Jehovah's Witness fireballs? No Jehovah's Witness fireballs. I don't believe in that. Right. But this is the thing. So they got, they got... Democrats are the only... I'm not saying the Democrats are perfect, but they're the only side that's even acknowledging... They're the only side that's even acknowledging that this is an issue that needs to be addressed. So if they were to say wind turbines... Uh, is not the best, then, you, oh, so you think we should just get rid of it then? So your solution isn't a thing better than wind turbines. Yeah, that's how you, it always you, is. Your solution is what we were doing originally uh, was better, which it clearly isn't. And that's the thing just that's common with Republicans all along the way. They, they it, It's like, let's criticize Obamacare. Well, what do you think we should do that's better than Obamacare? I mean, nothing. Well, what's working, what we have now isn't working. So if this is a thing that's better than the previous thing, I don't give a fuck if it's not perfect. You just keep trying to come up with things that are better than the way they were before. And finding holes in them doesn't just, d- d- doesn't mean that it's not better is, is the biggest uh, takeaway that, that I have from all of this. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. So, yeah. So I heard today that Biden did. Um, Made everybody required by law to have a wind turbine in their backyard? No. Oh. Um, has an emergency relief package for 
Texas. Oh man, did wait a second. I I'm, I didn't read it. So did Biden criticize Texas because he's a Democrat and the Republicans? And did he like throw paper towel at them or something and say that they were all say that they don't appreciate him? That they don't. That, maybe if they were nicer to him, he would yeah, give them. He might not um, answer their calls yeah. because they don't say good things about him. No, he didn't oh, say he didn't? that. Oh, interesting. I know it was weird. It was like, is he even the president? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> did he? Has he seen the precedent that yeah. has been set for the yeah. last four years? Yeah, that's just what the job is now. Do what you want and just take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Should- like right now, right now, when when there was environmental issues that were dam- that was damaging to California, Trump said that it's the Democrats' fault for not sweeping up the 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 forests or what did he say yeah for not sweeping they always have some stupid and i'm just like what if, if, and, and even though the majority of where these fires are being are, are are at is actually not land that's owned by the state but is actually nationally owned so this would be more of your issue to fix than anybody's but whatever we're going on trump tangents yeah some I'm I still have the feeling anytime someone says the president I get like this hate in my heart of anger of just like oh the fucking president and then I remember oh, yeah. then they say Biden and I'm like oh, oh yeah. yeah I forgot that he's oh I have a knee jerk mm-hmm. I hate you you're the devil reaction to the word the president yeah so annoying so anyway I found out that this was happening that it mm-hmm. was that it was pretty fucking terrible and luckily my family didn't get hit too hard they That's did good. have to they had to drive to work in the snow and ice which i gave them all oh all the people that i talked to um i was very uh pump the brakes you can use kitty litter if you need to oh, i was wondering what advice you gave sidewalk them. Um, did they drive in the right uh, lane, the right hand lane, and you can put your hazards on and drive super slow if you need to. You drive in the right lane because if you fall off, then you just fall into the side of the road. Yeah. Instead of another vehicle. Did you, uh, was this all news and helpful to them? Or was it like, oh, I never would have thought of that? I don't know. I I mean, this is, uh, we were messaging, so they said yeah. thank you and... Yeah. will do and such, but it is interesting. I don't think they knew either or if it was even going to help that if you turn the faucet on a little bit and a little bit of water goes through that the pipes are less likely to explode. But they, another thing with the blackouts is they, I was telling my stepmother, they were rolling blackouts and she said, oh yeah, like two hours off, two hours on. No, like, like Two hours minutes. off, 10 minutes on, five minutes on, three minutes on to where you're just doing everything you can in the little time that you yeah, have there power. Was, there were sketches and videos people were, were sharing online that I I saw personally on TikTok of people that have just uh, like an alarm going off basically as soon as they were allowed to use their power and, uh, you know, just how crazy they had to activate. And then there was actual videos of people that literally just... They boiled like 50 cups of water just sitting around the whole house. That was the other thing with the water. It They didn't have water because of frozen 
pipes and such and the water pressure being down. And then it was contaminated in most places. I saw that uh, cousins of mine posted that they are able to drink the water now. I think everything has pretty much gone back to normal, but they had boiling water advisory. Mm-hmm. And my cousin April works at the zoo, at San Antonio Zoo, and the updates on Facebook of the zoo were crazy. They were so there's they're really great with their social media as it is. <laughs> and with this, they they showed like so many aspects of it. They had to move the animals. They moved what all the like flamingos, flamingos in a out? restaurant. Oh, that's insane. It was a big like empty area in the restaurant. But they put a bunch of flamingos in the restaurant. They had turtles somewhere else. So today the videos were people holding, like carrying individual flamingos and putting them back where they go. (laughs) There were people carrying turtles and putting them back in the water. These people that worked at the zoo, the animal uh, caregivers, stayed the night. They just slept at the zoo the whole time to make sure that the animals were okay because they had a problem with the water there too. Flamingos and I'm just picturing all these animals like in the gift shops and stuff and now they just work there. <laughs> they just flamingos running the restaurant when it it's open again. But yeah, it was it was crazy. It was so weird how I just didn't know at first. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the snow, whatever. And I yeah. think a lot of people didn't know. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully they know now. That's where I wonder where people say, like, Oh, I don't watch the news. That's yeah. It, then you. It's like yeah. you just get this version of like, oh, I heard it's Pass not on in Texas. Conversation yeah. from conversation from a person from a person to a Facebook article that you didn't click on, and then it's yeah, yeah. I talked to people that their view of it was, no, it's it's cold. You can live with it. It'll be okay. It's the, you know yeah you 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 figure it out as just like a tough love. It's not that bad attitude because they're in snow. I know people in Michigan that are like, well, yeah, you want me to feel bad for these people in Texas? You know how cold it is here? And I'm just like, you have heat and food and water. Yeah, as of now, I believe 70-some people died because of it. And about, they said, a little over a dozen. So somewhere around 13 people froze to death in their house. Yeah, there were some some old people, some young people. Yeah. That's just insane. And I can't stress enough how much I never wanted to see snow again. Yeah. It is the devil. It's the worst part and of the planet. It really is. Like if it was, if I was making a pros and cons list, uh, that's that's a con of like Earth just as a whole. Like that's definitely not a a good thing. I I I grew up with snow, and I think that's what people don't understand is that a lot of times when you hear people complaining about snow the people that currently live in snow, they assume that, oh, that's a person that didn't grow up with it. They're not used to snow. You know, th- that's why they're hating on snow. And it's like, no, I'm I'm coming from a place of I've seen the other side and I'm never going back. Yeah, the I'm driving- never going to live my life anymore. I You have to pay me enough money for me to be a, for you have to change my life, situ- my situation in life has to drastically improve and change financially. I have to go up a tier in famous. Yeah. From <laughs> to, to full on, I'm a famous person now. That's what has to happen for me to live in the snow. 
the snow every year in Michigan was starting to give me anxiety, like beyond what it was supposed to give a regular person. Like I, every year I would get more and more fear to where I'm like, this is irrational at this point, but it, it felt like it was trying to kill me. And it, it was, it, it can at least Can't 50 people die every single year in Michigan because of because of the uh, of just because of driving uh in the snow and people are always worried about us with earthquakes, earthquakes. and fires Mother, here what about in 1994 when 50 people die every single year and you're bringing up something where less people died over 10 years ago i i, I don't care i don't care some shit will shake on the wall once a year maybe and you so far we haven't even really felt it we haven't had an earthquake where we were like I think we're in the middle of an earthquake. No, we had one. We had one. That's true. We had one. We're in the middle of it. We were like, I think I think that's it. And the biggest problem was the tater tots moved on the tray. The tater tots moved on the tray. Yeah. That was that was the big problem. We were like, you know what? I don't know if they uh, we we had it all portioned out of whose tater tots were who. Now no. we got now we got to recount them. We're not even half and half. Yeah. Now we're not even half and half. Shall we move on? Let's move on. So that was Texas. The next thing we're going to freak out about. Hmm. So you pick Texas. Do I just pick another thing? Sure. Um, hmm. So, hey, so uh, trans athletes have been competing in sports for a while now. And people are just now deciding that they give a shit. And they will share articles from three, four, five, seven years ago. And they will get, they will use it as a way of pointing out something that uh, doesn't seem fair. That there are people who uh, were born a man and now they identify as a woman and they're competing against other women. And on the surface of that, without any reasonable thinking or any logic or any digging into this subject whatsoever, I can see how somebody would be like, that's not fair. Um, but the more that we look into it, the more that it just comes off to me as somebody that it's like, you never cared about women's sports previously. You never cared about trans issues previously. And honestly, you never even cared about track and field. You know what I mean? Like I'm somebody that I, in high school and in college, I actually care about track. I'm interested in, in, in people's people running and people racing. And so it's funny to hear people that I'm like, I don't even, I'm not even positive that you give a shit about sports. And now all of a sudden you have a, you have an opinion on trans women competing in sports when you were zero for three on that entire fucking subject before for all of, everything else I've heard you say, it just seems like a very all lives matter, a very contrarian, a very, uh, you know, it, it seems to me condescending. It is weird too, that it, it seems like it's out of nowhere. Like no one's really talking about it, but there's also times when if you bring something up, about like it's say you brought up animal rights somebody might say well what about yes. name another right i'm like yeah i think you can care about more than one thing at once so there's mm -hmm. that 
mm-hmm. that I'm like, is that what it is? Is it? But it seems Some like people will say that that's what it is. That the, that by me pointing out that it seems like they're caring about nothing, uh, that that they're caring about something that is relatively small in numbers. Because I mean, first of all, how many people in the United States are trans, and then how many of those trans people uh, are athletes, and how many? You know what I mean? Like you have to go to such a sm- so it's just. There is an aspect that some people bring up of this is such a small percentage that why are we making a bigger deal about it or giving it the attention that uh, more attention that it seems like it deserves? And then other people will will say, you know, oh, well, are you saying that I shouldn't I should only care about what you think is important? And I that's the back and forth that seems to happen. But I've had a lot of people ask me, like, well, as a woman, Aren't you upset that you did whatever you did as a woman and now there's somebody else who just like jumped into that? I could care less, although I don't play sports. You could not so. care less. Oh, that's how you say it? Because if I you could, could care, care less, less, you care a little bit. Oh, I could not care less, I guess. I don't know. Whatever the thing is that <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> there's not some women pride that I'm like, but I've got to carry this torch. And how can they know the suffering I went through? I'm going to guess trans suffering is going to be more suffering than Mm -hmm. women's suffering anyway. Mm -hmm. So there's not like somebody just walking into something like, oh, I get all the glory now. It's like, do you know how much work they had to go through? Do, Do you know what they had to go through because that's what the the common hacky joke that people make about it is i'm gonna put on a wig and compete in the olympics and it's like first of all wig or no wig in the olympics any woman in any olympic event would beat any average man in the entire world at anything it does, it does i don't even give a fuck what you're talking about it doesn't even have to be their sport serena williams would beat the shit out of a man in basketball do you understand like but these are professional women athletes are so much better just as athletes than the average man is is understanding they're comparing them to the male athletes so they're comparing the WNBA to the NBA not realizing that the WNBA is still better than you at basketball so <laughs> it's like i get sure i understand why you might find one more entertaining than the other like i i would enjoy to watch the NBA over the WNBA i get that but let's not just act like you throwing on a wig will just allow would just now you'll be able to beat them all it, no no you fucking won't google the times the world record record best uh, women times in track and field and you you'll have a fucking heart attack thinking about running that fast and on top of the fact that it's not a sign-up sheet you don't just get to fucking fill out a a piece of paper and say oh check a box as your your gender and then just go run on the field like we were there's there's what's the process that they have to go through help me out for what i didn't play sports no to to identify as a gender and be considered that gender by the uh, ncaa uh, what we were watching earlier. Ah, yes. We were watching uh, an interview with um, a trans woman who's a scientist who was discussing this issue. And she said that they have to go through, in the NCAA, they have to go through a year of hormone therapy before they can compete. So if, like, it's a 
trans woman competing in basketball, they will have had a year of estrogen, which also suppresses testosterone. So cis-born women don't have suppression of testosterone. So a trans woman could comparably end up with less testosterone than a cis-born woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, this woman who was speaking uh, compared it to a car, like a a larger bodied car with a smaller engine, as opposed Mm to a cis woman being a smaller bodied car with a smaller engine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that that's 100% going to be the difference and they've had trans athletes in the in the NCAA for 10 for, years. Yeah. I forgot what she said it was. Okay. For 10 years. And it's in the, the way that the articles are always written is trans women are going to ruin women's athletic sports. Like they're going to yeah. ruin the sports. They've had, and, it's, it's, it's been around for 10 years and there hasn't been any trans athletes that were at the top of the field. So you know what these people who are so upset about all this could do? They could watch women's sports, and then maybe that would help women's sports because women's sports don't have any viewers or sponsorships or money or anyone that cares about them. So, hey, what if trans women were what brought light to women's sports and then they actually got views? Yeah. That would be what helped. That would be what saved women's sports would actually be viewership and yeah, the, the lack of, of people watching it is directly tied to the, the money that they get from the sponsors, which directly ties to how they can justify paying women athletes less. So it, it's, it's, it's a really, there, there are tangible ways to help the issue other than just pretending as if uh, you suddenly care. Every article I saw, like you said, was old. they, all looked like they were from a year ago. Well, at least the last one that was a thing was a year ago, which is just so funny to me that they're like, look at this problem. It happened last year, but it's a problem. It's like, did have we heard a a single person who lost against a trans athlete give their opinion on this? I I have. Maybe maybe it's out there, but I just think that that would be the opinion that I would value the most. I wouldn't value the opinion of a man who just, you know, is using this as an excuse to just, you know, kind of just be a contrarian, for lack of a better term, where it's just like, I don't even want to say necessarily they're being transphobic or they're being sexist, you know, which you can make the argument that they're being both. But at the very least, they're being just an asshole that's saying, well, well, technically. It always seems like it comes out out of nowhere. Where I've heard the conversations sometimes come out as if you're talking about LGBTQ rights. Mm -hmm. And then something will come up and something will come up of, yeah, you know, there's discrimination against this. This needs to be whatever this could be. And then somebody will What about the trans athletes that are... uh, What about trans women that are beating uh women in sports because you know they're they won they won because you know their bodies are different so what about that and it's like okay like you just had that in your pocket just waiting the only thing that they say yeah that's that's your whole contribution to this entire and 
what was interesting is is uh, the scientist that we were talking about earlier that or that Esther was talking about uh, was bringing up how when when you do go through the testosterone or estrogen changes, what it really does like there was a trans man who beat who you know who beats other men in boxing. Like it's you know we don't we we don't hear it from that perspective a lot. We always hear it from the other perspective of, oh well, I mean if you're born a woman, you're never gonna really actually be able to compete against the men. So let's really only focus the discussion on the uh, the people who identify as a as a woman now competing against other women. That's really the only side of the discussion that we even typically focus on. You know yeah. what I mean? The uh, the other thing that I like that she said. That was funny and goes along with what you were saying about people who say, like, I'm just going to put on a wig and I'm going to be in the Olympics. <laughs> is what she was saying is, is who would go through that? Like she said, her family disowned yeah. her. Um, she went through, you know, all the society... Um, society backlash of being trans. Like you're going to go through hormone therapy and uh, being not able to get a job as easily and shunned from your family just so you can get a medal and track. <laughs> yeah. So you can try to get a medal and track because that also doesn't need, you have to qualify. Then, then that's not even considering how hard you have to train to even be in the Olympics. Like even qualifying for the Olympics is like a lifelong dream and goal for people under any circumstances. If you could, I give credit to anybody that can compete, that's allowed to compete in the Olympics, even if they cheated to get there. That's how hard the competition is. It does. It doesn't matter. That's how it, it's an accomplishment just to be there. And you think that you're going to be allowed to do it by finding some fucking some uh, Joanna Man loophole? Shut the fuck up. You remember the movie? I don't, I mean, I knew it existed, but besides that, yeah, I don't know. That's such a weird, there were so many movies like that where men dress as women or women dress as men to prove some kind of weird point that I and think. Then, and then a man tries to fuck them. Yeah. And then That's it's always all that. homophobic and shit. And then it's, a, then it's all homophobic. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all that was such a, that was the 80s <laughs> and 90s. Weird. It's, it's like, you get it? It's funny because he's, he's really trying to fuck a dude. Oh, my huh? God. Huh? And then the whole so time, many. it's just uncomfortable for 30 different reasons. I never, I never found that funny. Even not from a, like a insensitive point of view. It just, I just didn't, the, the joke was, was just, it was just uncomfortable. It just, with even as a kid, it's I awkward. didn't get what it was. I was like, this just doesn't make me feel f good. <laughs> I don't like watching the tension that's built up of a, a, a man who's clearly a man. Like, it's not like they, they don't do a good job. It's, it's literally a man wearing a wig. You see his Adam's apple. He clearly, he fucks up his voice sometimes in these types of movies where they'll be like, I was going to, uh, to the, oh, excuse me, I, something was caught in my throat. Like yeah. they always, it's, it's awful. It's, so it's, dumb. it's never well, it's not, <laughs> I never understand. And there's still just a dude who's like, I like that. <laughs> I like that woman. She's hot. So dumb. It's yeah. All right. We move on. We move on. 
What else you what else have we been freaking out about lately? I have to pee. Oh shit, we're freaking out about how Esther has to pee. Should I just leave it going? Yeah. All right. How was the pee? Uh, it was good. It was yellow. All right. Not so, drinking enough water. Oh, man. All right. So let's freak out about Brittany. Let's do it. So I don't know that much about the situation. Really? I will, see that. I will say that. I think you know enough. Brittany Spears. Uh, okay. So let's just talk about what, what did, how did you view Britney Spears just in general throughout most of your life? Well, okay, I can say this. I recently, relatively recently, found out about the Free Britney movement. And I think it was one of those things that when I brought it up to people, it was like, you know, Britney's kidnapped in her dad's house. People are like, um, okay. Yeah, they, they put you in the category <laughs> of like, that's some Pizzagate QAnon shit. Like yeah. some people, they don't even. I'm like, no, didn't you see her videos where she looks like she's like crying for help? She's like tap dancing out a little like SOS type of save me. I'm trapped in my dad's house. Like, oh, no, Brittany's just crazy. I mean, look at her. She's yeah, just she went crazy. Bald that one time. Yeah, she's crazy. And it was interesting to see the chicken and the egg effect of. So, OK, Brittany's crazy now, but she did all that stuff in her career and was able to yep. maintain it all until right now sort of like yeah so what was interesting to me uh to uh, i know I'll probably go back too far but this is this is the biggest my biggest takeaway from the entire thing is just how wrong that i was about britney spears talent level because of what was manipulated uh how i was manipulated by the media because so to me, I never valued pretty much or even respected any singer that couldn't sing. To me, I was like, that's step one. I don't give a fuck if you wrote your songs. I don't give a fuck if you can dance. I don't care if you're pretty. But if you can't sing, then why are you a singer? That should be step one. So to me, uh, I grew up in the eighties where there was a lot of non singing singers yeah. and I was good. Yeah, with none it. of them are good. None of them should be respected. So to me, that's step one. So I, w I, I always just would look at her and just be like, wait a second. So she's pretty and is rich enough to hire people to teach her how to dance. Like from the outside without knowing anything that I would use that as a comparison of like, well, Britney Spears famous and she sounds like a fucking weirdo. I didn't know that she is not allowed to sing good. She could sing good when she was eight years old. She sounded better at the age of eight than most people ever do throughout their entire life. That they won't even, they, they made her sound terrible because they believed that that was just a more unique sound that would sell more records. She even tried to put out a record of her actually sounding good and they said, no, we're not, we're not putting that out. Fuck you. I know that happened to Christina Aguilera too. I heard that, but she was her, still allowed to sing, though. She eventually, still, but at Genie in a Bottle, they told her you have to sing in a way that people can sing along to, because people want to sing along. So if she was going to do all her crazy runs and giant voice, 
that she eventually yeah. got to, people wouldn't be able to sing along with that mm. in the category of the type of singer, pop singer that she was at first. Sure. But even then, though, the, the, the only reason I just don't want to have too much of a comparison is she still she didn't have to alter her voice. She just kind of did the sing speak where she was like, oh, she didn't have to. Britney Spears went, ah, was more. Ah, ah. She had to. Britney Spears had to sound bad. And Christina Aguilera had to tone down her talent a little. I think yeah. that was the... And so Britney Spears has probably had lasting damage to her vocal cords throughout her life by trying to sound like a fucking gremlin uh, her entire singing career. I don't understand how she had a residency in Vegas and then all of a sudden this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, there's definitely more to uh, the story than... I mean, now we got to look into more of it. But uh, I, I was just amazed by so many aspects watching the, uh, the documentary that was on the New York Times, something, something on Hulu. Yeah. Check it out. But it went into many things that I just never thought about. You know, it's, it's especially at the time, I remember feeling the way that they kind of described it in the documentary of, oh, she's she you just let the narrative be controlled from the media. So she was bald. She went crazy. She was pretty. Why would she shave her hair? That must mean she's crazy. Not realizing the the paparazzi just like going in on her and not letting, analyzing every aspect of her entire life. She can't go get gas. She can't, and they're just hounding her and surrounding her. And it's and, and so many insensitive people that are just like, well, if you if you don't want attention, you shouldn't get famous. And I'm just like, okay, so you're famous. So now you can't take a shit without somebody. Fuck you. Fuck you. What an awful fucking attitude. I kind of used to agree with that. Yeah, well, then you were shitty, too. It's an awful attitude. But the other thing that I Humans are humans. But the thing I didn't notice at the time with her, and I don't know if it happens so much now, maybe they'll break the cycle, is just like treating a really young girl like a prostitute. Yeah. (laughs) Of just like, oh, so do you have a boyfriend? And it's like, I'm eight. Can Can you ask me kid stuff before you ask me... And, you know, has she, did she, they were asking her when she was fucking 15, like, did, have you lost your virginity? It, it's just, it, it's insane. It's, it's insane that you're, you're treating young girls like in a way that you should, you, you should, I'm not sure you should just flat out ask any grown woman these type of questions. Why would you yeah, ask anybody if they lost their now, virginity? Why would you ever, some do of Do they say that kind of stuff to Billie Eilish? I don't think so. I don't think so. Wow, I don't maybe think she, we've evolved out of it. Although yeah, I mean, she doesn't, maybe I'm sure she has her own awful shit that she's got to deal with. She but. doesn't do well. She did. She did the. She took her shirt off, like not naked, but she always wears giant big clothes. And then there was some video where she took her shirt off to like a tank top, and she had big boobs. Oh well. And uh, oh my god, that was something that a guy asked Brittany in the documentary. It was like. Everybody's talking about your boobs. That yeah. was like they sat down and that was the opening conversation. So everybody's talking about your boobs. And of course she laughed. That's fucking oh, a, a that's crazy probably, thing to hear. You know what I mean? Like It's probably the same thing with Billie Eilish because it was a reveal. Yeah. And everyone was indeed talking about her boobs. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I see the way that she was treated and manipulated by the media and just uh, hounded and it's in it it's not just documenting them in the wild that's the way i used to think no it's making them crazy because yeah. if 
if if we anal- we made her out to be a bad parent and it's like okay think about everything that your parents have ever done to you and think of if it was all documented <laughs> do you really think that you would be that your parents would make it scot free without one picture one image of your childhood if that photo was framed and put on tabloids in 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 ad, in every news story we could make every single one of our parents out to look like fucking axe murderers if we just took a photo in without context in one situation yeah, but so it's I like mean, so far she had her daughter on she had her her parents look like shit no no but i'm not even defending her parents i'm saying uh. her as a parent so when she had a kid she had a kid in her lap while she was driving she wasn't doing stunts she wasn't driving off a fucking cliff she was got people but i i, I Parents have done that all the fucking time. And somehow they spun that story into being like a, she's a shitty parent. Like it was, that's insane to me. I think this was, I don't want to say pre-internet, but pre-knowing every single person's step. Yeah, but we knew all of hers. Yeah, so I feel like now if something happens, there's so many different points of views that you can find out about immediately. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of what, and maybe the next day it would die down because Trump would say something racist or something yeah. else would happen, and then you'd you'd move your attention to the next celebrity that fell down some stairs, whatever. And then so, but for this, without there being uh, as much of this, you know, th- th- this th- it was just it was just shared on news station after news station after news station as actual news. You have people who. You, you, the governor of some state wished death on Brit on, on a child on Britney Spears as a child because oh, she yeah. said she wasn't a good role model and it's like why do why <laughs> why like I should I would shoot her I would shoot her and I'm just like why first of all any parent and I mean this wholeheartedly any parent that allows their children to idolize anybody like this that's just an entertainer that's a shitty parent you're shitty you're not good at being a parent you you can't you it, you should try to live your life to where you're a role model for your kids or find actual role models that that you can introduce them to who have done amazing things but if you're letting a fucking person who sings pop songs about love be the role model for your kid that's something that you fucked up on don't fucking yell at the person who's just singing they're just singing. She didn't sign up to be a fucking motivational speaker for all kids. I disagree that entertainers should have to. They got into this because they wanted to entertain. They don't owe any responsibility. They're not. They shouldn't be tra- considered to have to raise anybody else's fucking kids. People were looking up to Tiger Woods. Well, they shouldn't have. He hit a fucking. He hit a ball for a living. You should at you should you should judge how you can use him as an example of how to hit a ball, but if you were ever looking up to him as a as a human being, then I I don't you're you're putting too much. I think they have like celebrities or athletes or whatever have a platform that they can use if they want, but you can't want. expect them. Yes, to. exactly. So it's like I admire those who do. I admire the LeBron James. I admire the athletes that do use their platform to uh, show concern for socialist issues and things like that. I do not think that it should be viewed as a requirement because it 
we don't put that much pre- it it almost makes people feel as if oh well I'm not a celebrity so therefore I can do nothing and no we all can do something I I don't think that you have to be rich and privileged in order to give a shit and that's that's what comes out of putting so much weight and pressure on uh, putting so much weight and pressure on the celebrities. We think that because we're not a celebrity, that justifies us not giving a shit, and that's stupid too. Um, it's Britney, bitch. So we had watched half of the New York Times documentary, and I think we should watch the rest of it real quick. I think we should. All right, let's go do that. Man, that was crazy. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah, it what was weird about that to me the whole time of we were trying to figure out what to do this episode about, and I felt like I couldn't just do it about Brittany because there was other shit going on in the world. And to me it's so weird to see like those people there's activists that are free Britney activists that that's what they do. I don't want to say they do 100% of their time of this cuz I don't know. But, there, but they that, look like they do. That was their label in the documentary. It was some like it says John Smith and then under it it said free Britney activist. It's like I understand that it from everything that I've heard and seen, she is kidnapped. <laughs> like I'm yeah. laughing because it just sounds it ridiculous. Sounds like a crazy set. No, it I get sounds it. insane. And it was I used I was joking about like she's sending uh, secret messages in her Instagram videos, but those she people is. believe it. Those well, free be- Britney people hundred percent believe I it. I believe it. They said that like she's never used she's she only uses emojis. And then one post and her saying that she's gonna voluntarily check herself into something and rehab or whatever mm-hmm. and then the, and then she used uh, the colon Emoticon. smiley face and it's like nah they, they're stalkers they know everything about her they, yeah. they, if they think that it's not her writing it they're, they're right it was interesting and to me the the bigger picture of it because I'm like well, what usually if you're worried about a person there's also like a bigger picture yes. and the conservatorship that was hard to say is weird in how it is, and you mentioned this before, mm-hmm. I don't remember if on here or just as we were talking, about how she is uh, mentally sane enough to do yes. all the work that she did. She had, because what I didn't understand timeline-wise was when she did the Vegas residency, because that's one of the biggest things that you can do in the career of an entertainer is a Vegas mm-hmm. residency, and she did that while she was under conservatorship or whatever that would be called so if you can do way more than the average person then you're probably not crazy you can take care of yourself you did a whole show every day you're you're not crazy you're not uh, too crazy to you know rehearse this dance uh put this whole entire show together uh set up this entire thing uh work on a daily basis, put all your effort and energy into this. Oh, I mean, but you're too crazy. You're not too crazy to make me money because I'm making money from you. But you're too crazy to decide how to spend your money. That's crazy. Like, she had a court-appointed lawyer. She can't even have her own lawyer? And I don't know 
I'm sure this had a slant in a, a way that they were trying to go. So I don't know if there's just other footage of her somewhere. But every time they showed her, she and uh, lately it was all about I want to be free mm-hmm. and I want my freedom and mm-hmm. I don't like this. Nothing was ever like I'm so happy this is happening of late. Yeah. And I didn't know about that MTV show. There was an MTV reality mm-hmm. show about yeah, I didn't her. Know about that. Yeah. That's weird too. It just shows too how like just reality shows are so annoying. They're they're kind of going away like how they said paparazzi is going away and it's good and bad because part of it is um, with reality shows, your Instagram's your reality show. Mm-hmm. We see it all for free. Like I yeah. follow Paris Hilton on TikTok. I oh, don't uh, know why. Yeah, I, I don't just, either. I do. I w- and um, I wish we didn't have to find out and- this way. <laughs> but I mean, I know they're only sixty second, whatever. But you see her house. You see like what she's doing. Like sure. she could just release a hundred of those a day, and there's mm. your show. You don't have to have somebody, an editor editing it together to make it look a certain way and uh, Mm -hmm. pictures of paparazzi and stuff used to be um, somebody chasing them around because where else would they can put out pictures in a magazine so it's like you have a magazine or you have paparazzi pictures in a magazine and now like you know Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton's gonna take selfies of herself and Paris Hilton was in this documentary talking about free Britney so shouldn't she know kind of firsthand? Yeah, it, it I I like how they pointed out that like basically nobody in that time period was even talking about mental health. So it wasn't there is some aspect of if this were to happen now, mental health is at least part of the discussion uh even if it's not as much as it should, but back then it was entirely no, you're acting weird, you're crazy. Well, There's- I was I'm reading a book right now about trauma and what I didn't realize... We got a reader, everybody. Oh what I didn't realize was how recent a lot of mental health breakthroughs mm. have been. And I don't know why, because I lived through it. So I don't know why I didn't notice. Like when Prozac came about, like not that long ago, the mm. 90s. Mm. And, and that's when antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicine was tested and used and Mm. a lot of the research that's come out about bipolar and um and depression and anxiety is all the 80s and 90s before that it didn't have like the names of the drugs to control it yeah interesting it's weird that 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 feels recent to me i mean i'm older though so i don't know it's just strange that for so long it was like you said just oh those people are crazy and they have to go into an institution and they're all lumped together and then you they were doing you know yeah like a decision that you decided to go crazy it wasn't as viewed as like these this is the consequence these are the results of things in your life that you are dealing with. Because it, it now was, it's, it's very victim blaming. Now it's commonplace to say, oh, you have a chemi- chemical imbalance in your brain. Then yeah. they didn't even know that there was something that could alter a chemical balance yeah. in your brain for it to even be like, oh, it's unbalanced. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a drug that mm-hmm. could potentially balance it. I also... Uh, 
I liked how much of the paparazzi stuff that they showed in there and that they didn't really hold anything back with that either, that there was a guy who was a paparazzi of uh, Britney's for years. And he they said, do you think that any of her, you know, her breakdown was due to, you know, the paparazzi? And uh, did they, they did not say paparazzi. What was the word they used? I think that's the word. No. All right. Nothing. I just. I'm, all right. So they said it's not. Do you think it's because of the paparazzi? And then this man said, uh, well, no, I, I mean, I don't think that's fair. Uh, uh, she didn't, you know, like there was time. She didn't tell us to to leave her alone, you know, and they're like, well, what about the times that she told you to leave her alone? And then, then he said, oh, well, I mean, she she said, like, leave me alone today. She, did, she didn't say, like, leave me alone forever. It's like, OK, semantics. Is this what we're is this what we're doing right now? Like, so e- even the paparazzi is. Just- it was so weird that that was a job, and he was like, "Well, you get a million dollars for one picture," which makes me want to go take a picture of Britney Spears. We're in L.A. Where is she? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, you- for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. When it's like, oh, so we're all evil because when but you I- say how much money that they get to take these pictures, it's like, uh, I get it. I, still, I don't know if that's a thing anymore of like paparazzi like it was because yeah, right. like I was saying, because, because of the of internet. social media, then it's like they could easily just post something and be like, yeah, that's this and is, because that was of out phones. of context. This is the thing. Exactly. Because so everybody like, has a camera in their pocket sure. now. Sure. So when, when everybody didn't have a camera in their pocket and when celebrities would have to put out a fucking press statement like from a lawyer or somebody to like have a rebuttal on whatever the story was that was said against them, then it's a different time. But now they can just... You can they can speak out whenever they want. Yeah, I can't I couldn't do it because it would be so awkward because I'd be trying to like look like I don't really care. Like if you see Tom Cruise on the street. Yeah. Then you're like, Oh, this it's Tom Cruise over there. Don't look weird. Also, I'm going to take a picture of him right now yeah, and in I, his face and try to sell it. And then I would get I would so get too care. distracted because I'd be like, like you, there could be Tom Cruise and then right next to it, I mean, especially talking to L.A., there could be Tom Cruise and there, there could be just a stranger with a Siberian Husky and I would just take a picture of the Husky and then people would be like, did you get the picture? And I'm like, I got it. Look at him. Look how cute he is. And they're like, that wasn't what we needed you to get. And it would, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think then you're trying to sell a picture of a Husky. <laughs> Like a little famous Husky, he was standing next to Tom Cruise. We can't see Tom Cruise in the picture. There's his, there's his, no. there's kind of his foot right there in the background. But I mean, we live next to the Scientology Center, Celebrity mm-hmm. Scientology Center, and we've seen no one. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. I saw a mini driver, but she wasn't at the Scientology Center. She was eating across the street. You saw from it. a what? Mini driver, a uh, woman. I thought you said an actor. I never. I, I forget that that's a person that exists. And so I thought. I thought you. Yeah, the obvious joke that people. But like, it's not even a joke. Like I thought you just said that there is a, a small driver. I, di- I didn't. I don't. Who's that's a human? Yes. Name? Man, I don't know celebrities like that. I really need to brush up at my celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, she was paying for everybody to sue her. It's like the Chris Rock joke. It's like everybody wants my money. Oh, Chris Rock joke of he was getting divorced and yeah. he realized he was paying for both lawyers. Yeah. And the wife in the room and everybody in the room was he was just, paying for them. Yeah, that's a Brittany was paying for her. Well, she was paying trying to pay for a lawyer and they wouldn't give her a lawyer. They gave her a court appointed lawyer. And then she was trying to pay. Then she was 
realizing her money was going to pay for her dad's lawyer mm -hmm. that was going against her. So oh, like, yeah. I need to look up. Something did happen post-documentary. Let me look it up real quick. Um, I do know that Justin Timberlake put out a statement uh, basically apologizing for his actions. Uh, I was really annoyed that he threw in Janet Jackson's titty in the apology. Why? I don't care I, if I it, can't blame it, him. There's no way that that's just on him. I don't care if somebody. It, I don't care if it deserved an apology. Like it's don't throw in some other woman shit in there. Just it lessens the apology. There has to be more to the story than I understand because I, I just, from my perspective, I'm like he didn't just undress a woman without her permission like nothing about janet jackson's janet jackson's titty is even remotely justin timberlake's fault like it's i i can't even imagine i don't understand why her name was mentioned as part of it that's why i'm just like well i am right now about to watch the um Re, what do they call it? The rebroadcast, yes, of SNL because it is on at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. And I waited for the rebroadcast because I don't, but then I have to like go away from spoilers and I have to go away from uh, live, like if something cool happens live and then they cut it out. And I just looked up this Britney thing, and guess what they talk about on SNL? Oh, my God. I already got it spoiled for me. So the cold open is Britney. Oh, man. Damn it. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, I like that he apologized, I guess, but I don't really think that he... That's, that's maybe... Is that going to throw away the entire point of this conversation if I say I don't think he needed to? I, maybe. I mean, it was nice of I him. I don't think it was the most important part of this sure i just when i read results uh, when I, I when i read people talking about this afterwards i people talked about him a lot and i thought that that was odd in retrospect especially because of how small of a party was to the entire thing but um it was like yeah he was a kid too they were both kids so i like i don't understand how the actions of one kid being sad that his girlfriend broke up with him and he got ahead of the story basically and like got to, he, he made a song about it and now that's like, fuck Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It just seemed like a stretch of people's anger towards him. But he gave a very honest, it seemed like apology and he just threw in Janet Jackson's ditty in there for some reason. And it was a really good song. <laughs> Cry Me River is a good song. You know, what's funny is that this documentary is episode six of something that I've never heard of and won't even look at any of the other parts of this. Like people are talking about this as if it's a standalone documentary and it's part of a series of New York Times things. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody's played a single episode of the other things. Okay, according to what I read, I'm kind of confused. I think what it said was that her dad was trying to be the sole conservator again, and it's still uh, the bank and him. 
So no new news. But I think that he was trying to overturn it and he wasn't able to. So that was what uh, was good. Because I had read something that something good happened to her. Like it was like, oh, good. Good thing this happened. And then I mm. didn't understand exactly what that was. But it also didn't seem like a huge win. It was like, sure. oh, a victory for... Britney Spears. When it says a victory and not like the victory, it sure. kind of is like okay. Nothing really changed, but it didn't get worse. That's what I from. That's what I'm seeing so far. Ah. But I hadn't watched the documentary yet, so I didn't even know what part of the words meant. <laughs> I don't think I can stop listening to JT. No, is nor, that? Nor- nor should you. Were we supposed to cancel him? No. He's got that movie coming out with the kid, the little kid. I think the little kid's gay. It looks like a really good movie. So, so what is it? And do you every time like you tell me how do you, you hate Justin have Timberlake your, more than you hate gay people? You How's have the your movie? Beard, and you're like, should my beard look like this or that or the other thing? And I'm always like, just Google Justin Timberlake and do what he does, because that's the best thing that any man can do. I I don't think we should cancel him. I'm not. So I'm not going to cancel him. Sometimes I listen to PYT and I enjoy it. All right. So if we're going to really, we're really going down a wormhole. Is that a, an expression? I, it's a hole. We're going I stopped to, listening we're, we're going to R. Kelly pretty much, but some of that stuff was personal. That's another story. Um, I think I. I mean, we watched Louie. Justin Timberlake made fun of a girl that might have cheated on him when he was a kid. And I, I can't even pretend to give a shit about that aspect of this story. That's the least important thing. The thing that I take away the most from this is uh, just how much they manipulated uh, and controlled her mind, her finances, her life from her being a kid to in through adulthood and, and that, how much celebrities are controlled and yes. how they're looked at through the public that we just take as oh sure i'm sure there was a million things that happened when beyonce was too young that we just or even now that i don't yeah. think about the same way but that might be just the evolution of the Me Too movement of equality of everything else that goes along mm-hmm. with with things changing that people mm-hmm. get pissed off about. No one can you can't say anything anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it used to not have to be nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> the, do we? the people that we talked about weren't allowed to complain about it back then. That's that's really what yep. it was. When I complained about people, we didn't give them a we didn't give them a position in life where they could give a rebuttal, <laughs> and now now they can, and they seem to not like it, and yep. that makes me mad. And social media, <laughs> everyone can tweet about it, except <laughs> for the president. I hope he's not the president anymore. See that goes Jeez, along with there that you thing. Go. My, man, he's always he's always your president. I guess so. Jesus, I am scarred, except for Trump. He cannot tweet, and I'm happy about that. Yep. So that's that's where so I'm done. we're done. Thanks for listening, everybody, to We're Freaking Out with Jeff Horst and Esther Navarez. Feel free to check out our other podcast that Esther and I 
also have on the Planet Ant Podcast Network called That's My Shit. Yep, that's where we watch each other's shit and pop culture stuff we grew up with and such that each other hasn't seen, and we react to it because we have an age difference, different generations, and neither of us have seen each other's shit. So it's super fun. And it's available on all podcast platforms, so like and subscribe. And like and subscribe to We're Freaking Out on all social media and all podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and all that jazz. And we are part of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. So find Planet Ant Podcasts on all social media as well and on the website. And check out my web series. Is it a web series? Check out my web series, Roast This Post, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Like and subscribe. And the Planet Ant Podcast Network has a lot of podcasts on it. One of the podcasts to check out is called Detroit Strange. It is about a lot of different strange stories in the Detroit area that are explained, and it's really cool. It is hosted by Jess Cooper and Alex Siriano. So check that out. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Bye. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.